Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I do want to talk about Chris Jones here coming up in just a bit. I want to read this tweet to you guys really quickly. CDOT, why are you trying to hype up San Francisco? They're trash. All right. I am picking the Chiefs to win this game. I'm picking the Chiefs to win this game, not just because I'm hosting radio in Kansas City. I I, I genuinely feel like they are going to win this game. But I do think it would be foolish to discredit San Francisco coming into this game. I think there are some overwhelming advantages that Kansas City has in this game and why I'm picking them. I think they have the better defense out of these two teams. They have the clear quarterback advantage in this game. They also have the better head coach. They are more experienced than their other team. There are a lot of positives that Kansas City has in this game. But if you were looking at San Francisco this season, when they have had a healthy Debo Samuel, they have lost one game this season. They have been really, really good and consistent when they have had Trent Williams and Debo Samuel playing because that stretch that they had in October where they didn't have those individuals is when they really got into trouble and their offense drastically changed. I think you saw that in Brock Purdy in the game against Green Bay that he desperately needs Debo Samuel to be on the field and their offense drastically changes because there's not another consistent weapon that can really beat you in the passing game. Sure, McCaffrey can't out of the backfield, but you saw a defense like San Francisco, or excuse me, against Cleveland, they took Kittle out of the game in the game that they played. It was just Brands and Ayuk, and that was really, really it. But when Debo was there, it just completely opens up. I think there's some advantages that San Francisco has in this game. Now, you have the coaching advantage. Is Kyle Shanahan the second best coach in the National Football League? I mean, his resume and what they've been able to build and how he's been able to do it with a lot of different parts. If you told me that you thought he was the second best coach in the league, I don't think that that is a bad answer. I also think that San Francisco has the best skill position players in the league. I think they have the best running back in the league. They have this season. I think George Kittle was the best tight end in the league this year. But in the regular season, I think George Kittle was the best tight end in the league this year, and they have a very dangerous one-two punch combination. They're a team that, unlike Baltimore, I think they will be committed to running the football, and they are not going to go away from it the way that Baltimore did. Baltimore called three run plays in the second half of the game. That's not what San Francisco was doing. 
San Francisco was going to be pretty committed to giving Christian McCaffrey the football. He got the ball 17 times in the run game and seven catches against Green Bay, and he, he has touched the ball 48 times in their two postseason games. If there's one thing you know about San Francisco is they are going to be very committed to giving Christian McCaffrey the ball. So I think these two teams, again, are fairly even. I would give Kansas City the advantage in this because of the offense, defense, and coach, but this is a really worthy opponent, and I think there have been a small handful of teams that have been pretty consistent over the course of the year. Baltimore was one of those teams. You beat that team. The other very consistent team this year is the team that you're going to be playing next Sunday in Las Vegas. I think two things be true at once. One, I think the Chiefs are going to win the Super Bowl because they have been through teams that are better than the San Francisco 49ers. The Ravens, when they faced the Niners head-to-head in Santa Clara, smoked them. 33-19. Just embarrassed them. I think the Bills are better than the Niners. I know they didn't play head-to-head this year, but I would tell you the Bills, at least when the Chiefs played them, were a better team than the Niners. But that doesn't mean the Niners are no threat. This isn't like, man, you got through the Elite Eight and the Final Four, and now you get to face Florida Atlantic or some other team like San Diego State that just ballots way through their side. You are facing a real test, and they are a real threat with Debo Samuel. But I think the Chiefs have been through tougher tests while on the road, and with two weeks to get healthy, two weeks to recover and two weeks for spags to try to figure Shanahan out who, by the way, figured him out one super bowl already. I think the chiefs have all the advantages, but it is not just some, Hey, roll the ball out there. We're going to go win the super bowl. I think that San Francisco has been the second best team in the league since they made the Christian McCaffrey trade. Now they are playing the best team in the league since the Christian McCaffrey trade in the Kansas city chiefs. But since the middle of the season last year, when they were, they were three and four, when they made the trade for Christian McCaffrey, they have been the second best team in the league. I think they beat Philadelphia last year. If their quarterback is healthy, but football happened and you don't make excuses for San Francisco. But since the middle of last season, they have been the second best team in the league. This is exactly what you want in the Super Bowl. You have the best team in the NFC taking on the Kings of the AFC for the last two seasons. This is exactly what you asked for. This is why we love the NFL so much for as random as this season felt at times and how you written, didn't really know who was good. We got a pretty predictable ending. It was the team at the very beginning of the season that we thought was the best team in the AFC. Now they went a real long way. You know how you like check your GPS and like, Hey, you could have got here a lot sooner. Why'd you go this way? That was Kansas City in the AFC. They were the best team at the beginning of the season heading into it, and they ended the season in the AFC as the best team. And then they're also playing the team in San Francisco that many people thought was the best team in the NFC. You maybe argued Philadelphia coming into the year, but it felt like a 1A, 1B. They have consistently been one of the three best teams in the NFL this year. So if you want to win the championship, if you're Kansas City, you got to go through Both of those teams, you already knocked out one of those teams in Baltimore. You did so in their building. Now you play San Francisco, which they should be relatively healthy, fully healthy heading into next week. And it's going to be a really close 27-24, 24-21 game on either side between two really good, really well-coached teams. I mean, made this from the duh department, but this is why the Super Bowl is so fun in the NFL. You get the two best teams more times than not, or two teams 
peaking at the right time, facing each other in close games with a result. I saw someone on the text line earlier say, I'd love the Chiefs to come out and just finally dominate a Super Bowl and blow the Niners out. I don't think that happens in Super Bowls, and when it does, it's rare, and the team that does it is all-time special. This Chiefs team's good. This Chiefs team probably is going to win the Super Bowl. They're going to go back-to-back, but I don't think in the pantheon of all-time NFL teams, people are going to say, man, that 2023 Chiefs team, woof, were they special. So unless you have one of those teams, like the first Legion of Boom or the 85 Bears, or we can think of the teams that boat race people in the Super Bowl, usually you get a close game because it's two evenly matched football teams. Or I would say in that scenario, to piggyback off what you're saying, it's a team that we then think back and think, hey, how did that team get to the Super Bowl? Oh, they got hot. They got Rex Grossman at quarterback, but Devin Hester had nine non-offensive touchdowns and Brian Lorlacher was the best defensive player in the league. It usually is that kind of game or on that individual day, you just run into a buzzsaw and you turn the ball over. So it's not crazy to think that Kansas City blows this game out, but you probably force three or four turnovers and it is just a snowball effect from San Francisco. But I think they showed last week that they can kind of weather the storm. Now, the punch that's coming from the Detroit Lions is a very different punch that's going to come from Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes. But San Francisco is very much a worthy opponent in this game, and this should be a really good, really close game. Again, I understand why the algorithm likes San Francisco. Like, if you were removing the human factor and just looking at the raw data, raw numbers, and putting them into a computer, I can see how you come away with San Francisco being a slight favorite in this game. But the difference in this game to me is that you like their head coach significantly more who has a track record of winning these games where the other team's coach has a track record of blowing these games. I like one team's defense and think they've been more consistent than the other one. And one team has the greatest quarterback possibly of all time. And the other one has Brock Purdy on their team. So I would, I guess, in the human element, and I think the, the money is showing that. I just saw the line. They're getting five times more money on the money line to pick Kansas City. So a lot of people can get caught up in the spread and what it says. The public is believing in the Chiefs and picking the Chiefs to win this game. I think the Chiefs are going to win this game. But I do think the San Francisco is a very good football team. And I do think this game is going to be very close. And I do think that San Francisco poses problems for you offensively with what they can do. And it's really going to test a great defense. This is the final test. If the Chiefs defense wants to be known by other people, they certainly have their respect in Kansas City. If you want that all-time historically people look back and talk about your defense, you stop the NFL MVP like you did last week against Baltimore, and now you stop Christian McCaffrey, George Kittle, Brandon Ayuk, and you hold them to 13 points in the Super Bowl, people will talk about your defense for a long time to come. Speaking of the defense, coming up on the other side, we'll talk about Chris Jones and his legacy in Kansas City as we could be heading into his final game. Keep it right here, Sir Drive. The Drive with Carrington Harrison, brought to you by Deep Esquale Moore. Car wreck? Get the money you deserve. Mike's got this on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink 
what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Kansas City, it's George Karlaftis, and you're listening to The Drive with Carrington Harrison on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Coming up in about 45 minutes or so, we'll be joined in studio by Pete Sweeney as we get to the hits. I want to get you guys' opinion on this, and we can open up the phone lines, 913-586-7610. I am really curious about the legacy and sort of historical place of Chris Jones. So we were talking about this before we got on the show earlier today, me, Rob, and Speck. And Speck was saying that if the Chiefs win the Super Bowl and Chris Jones has his third, that he is the best defensive player that they have ever had. And I said, maybe, but I'm not really sure if that matters. Like, I think it really matters sort of in the eyes of the people and how you view them and how you feel about them. And I don't know if Chris Jones can sort of move up his place a lot higher than where he currently is. I think the legacy of Chris Jones is kind of weird in that regard. Like, one of the top texts that we have, Rob, is I'll read it for you. Text line 913-586-7610. If I was Chris Jones, I would work to try to get 25 per for three years here, and I would sign with the Chiefs. But ultimately, it comes down to what Chris wants, an extra 15 to $20 million or a chance at greatness here in Kansas City. If I'm Chris Jones and the Chiefs win the Super Bowl, it would be really, really hard if I am his agent to argue why you should stay in Kansas City. If Chris Jones wins the Super Bowl and this team wins the Super Bowl, I think Chris Jones is going to the Hall of Fame. Find me a dynasty over the last 50 years of the NFL where no one from their defense made it. Whether it was the Niners, whether it was the Steelers, whether it was the Cowboys, the Patriots, if you believe that this is a dynasty, and they certainly will be if they win next Sunday against San Francisco, They are getting more than two Hall of Famers in, and it's not just going to be Mahomes and Kelsey that get in. Other players are going to make it too, especially in a year in which their defense was as good as Kansas City's. If they win next Sunday, they are not winning a shootout 41-38 against the San Francisco 49ers. They are winning the game 24-17. They're winning the game 21-20. They are winning a low-scoring, grinded-out kind of game because that's how almost all the games this season for the Chiefs have been, especially against good teams like San Francisco is. 
if they win the Super Bowl and he has his third one, and I'm his agent, I'm telling you, hey, you have done everything that you can possibly do in Kansas City. You are going to leave a Hall of Famer. Your name is going to be in the Chiefs Ring of Honor. You feel like you took less on the last contract negotiation and you felt like you cut him a deal. I want you now to think 100% about yourself and you got to think that this is your last time at making real money in the National Football League. There is not another contract after you if you're Chris Jones. You don't sign another big deal at 34 years old. This is it. This is the deal that you sign the four year and you become the highest paid defensive player in the National Football League. You've already had all the team success. I want you to think about you. I think the Chris Jones legacy is really, really interesting as we are possibly ending the end of his career. Like if you were asking me today, I do not think that Chris Jones is on the team next year. I think we are heading into his last game. I think they're going to keep Snead. I think they're going to franchise tag Legereus Snead. And I think they're going to reach a long-term extension with Legereus Snead at some point over the summer. And I think that Chris Jones is going to go play for another team. And he is going to be one of those guys that at 2 o'clock, right when free agency is announced, we hear that he got one of the biggest contracts in the history of the NFL for a non-quarterback because that's just how the league works. We were talking about this earlier. It was fascinating. And it was a great notion by Speck about he might be one of the best defensive players in the history of the Chiefs. But I don't know his legacy will ever go down as loved by Chiefs fans because of that moment in week one this year. Maybe he undoes that if he signs a long-term contract, wins the Super Bowl, the Chief for life, and this, that, and the other. And maybe I'm using the text line as my barometer and they don't speak for all fans because I understand there's real people outside the text line. But if you were to tell me, hey, how do fans feel about Chris Jones? What I would tell you is they're scorned from week one. That photo on NBC of him in the suite, smiling and having a good time, eating popcorn with it draped around him or his two agents after the team took the field and the Chiefs go out and lose the opener, turned a lot of fans off after a very contentious negotiation. And I think that moment is going to stick with Chiefs fans. The only way his legacy isn't really good player, fringe Hall of Famer, was great here, but not one of us, is if he signs a long-term deal at the end of this one and goes down as a Chief for life. Because I would tell you that even he, though he was a better player, in three to five years, if Chris Jones doesn't re-sign in Kansas City, Tom Bahali is a more popular player. Like right now on the text on Cedar, I don't think you let him just walk outright. You do a tag and trade. You have to make a decision between Snead and Chris Jones. There is not a scenario to me. I know you guys will say, oh, well, they can. No, we know how the NFL works in free agency. There is not a scenario in which you do not franchise tag Legereus Snead and keep Legereus Snead. There is not a way to do it. None. If you are going to let him hit free agency and you are going to let the other 31 teams bid, on a 27-year-old healthy corner that could do just about everything, you are losing that player in free agency. So if I was the Chiefs, I would franchise tag Legereus Need at $18 million. I would then sign him to a long-term extension, and I would thank Chris Jones for everything that he's done, and he would hit free agency and probably go get the bag. Like, I'm reading the text on it. We could take phone calls on this. I mean, it is split. 
Text line 913-586-7610. Rob, that's a horrible take. Chris Jones still and will always be beloved. Literally the text right above it. Chris Jones will go down as liked but not loved because of that week one incident. I can't speak for all of Chiefs Kingdom. I don't want to speak for all of Chiefs Kingdom. I don't think you guys love Chris Jones. I think you guys like Chris Jones. I think there is a difference we see sort of in Kansas City. That there are some people that you embrace as your own, and then there are some people that played for the Royals or some people that played for the Chiefs. And I think that's perfectly fine. Like, not everybody is a forever player for your team. We look at the New England Patriots. They have had some incredible teams. Vince Wilfork went to go play for the Houston Texans at one point. Ty Law came to play for the Kansas City Chiefs. You got everything you could out of that player, and then the business side took over, and you allowed that player to walk in free agency. That's the game. That's how you got Terrell Suggs on your team. That's how Von Miller went to go play for the Rams and how Von Miller went to go play for the Bills. That is just the game. That's how Neil Smith went to go play for the Denver Broncos. I think that's who Chris Jones is going to be, and that's fine. He's going to have his place in the ring of honor again. I think that Chris Jones is going to be in the Hall of Fame. Like if, if you believe that they are a dynasty, then this player gets into it. He has been their best defensive player for a team that will have won three Super Bowls, and he has made five all-pro teams. That is a player that goes into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. He just is especially when you've had two of the monster seasons that he's had. And he's widely regarded as the second best player at his position during his era. That Aaron Donald is one, and then people will argue Chris Jones is two. I don't think he gets in on the first ballot. That's reserved for your Aaron Donalds and those kind of players. But I think Chris Jones gets in in his first five years of trying to get into the Hall of Fame, especially if you were the best defensive player for the Kansas City Chiefs during their dynasty run. So... I think he's going to go into the Hall of Fame. I think he's got all the personal accolades. Now it's, I'm not interested in leaving 30, 40 million dollars on the table. I've done that for the team and I got all the team success that I can. Now I go to another team. I collect my $110 million and my $65 million guaranteed. And I set me and my family up for life after football. I mean, if we can accept that for Travis Kelsey, we can accept that for Patrick Mahomes. I don't know why we can't accept that for Chris Jones, that maybe your life after football just doesn't include you having a 15-year career in Kansas City playing for the Chiefs. I think there's two conversations at play here because I agree Chris Jones is a Hall of Famer. But there have been Hall of Famers who have played for the Chiefs that aren't beloved by Chiefs fans despite being Hall of Famers. And this example is extreme, but I think you'll get my point. Tyreek Hill is going to go into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. He had incredible seasons in Kansas City. He won a Super Bowl in Kansas City. All this. Tyreek Hill is not loved by Kansas City. No one in Kansas City goes, you know who I love? Tyreek Hill. Not a person. No one. If it wasn't negative 72 degrees out. He had out, a chance, though. He, would have been, he had a chance. He had a chance. If it wasn't negative 72 degrees out, he would have been booed out of Arrowhead yeah. in that playoff he game. Had a shot. But he's a Hall of Famer. Chris Jones is a Hall of Famer. But I wonder if he'll ever be beloved the same way a Kelsey or a Mahomes or a Holly or a player of that magnitude is in Kansas City. If after this season, when he set out week one, he walks for what fans will deem the bag and chases the money over the legacy. I wonder if he'll ever be in that loved forever, untouchable echelon or if he'll go down more as an Eric Berry type. 
Because remember, when Eric Berry left Kansas City because of saying it wasn't in my spirit and him not being good, there was a time where he was a pariah and fans had turned on him. I think it swung back with Barry since then, but I think that's what Chris Jones' legacy ends up being. Doesn't mean he's not a Hall of Famer, but I wonder if he ever gets that full embrace from Chiefs fans if he plays for the Vikings at this time next year. Let's go to the phone lines and hear what you guys think about this. 913-586-7610. Neil and Lone Jack, you called it to the show. Hey, Neil, how you doing today, my man? Great, guys. Um, and again, happy birthday to Rob. Um, I feel very strongly about this one, and that's why I called. Thanks for taking the call. Yeah, of course. Um, <clears throat> aside from contract negotiations, Chris Jones has been an exemplary uh, citizen. He's been an incredible player. He's one of the best players of all time for our defense. I don't take um, things lightly with my fandom. I've been a fan for 35, almost 40 years of this team, and I have three jerseys my entire life, Patrick Mahomes, Derek Thomas, and Charles, Jamal. If, if this turns out, I was going to be upset if the holdout caused us from getting a wide receiver, and that's what caused us from being able to solidify this dynasty. But the way it's played out, if, if, if we win this game, and even if Chris Jones doesn't have a huge game in this particular game, if he plays well, if he makes one or two plays that helps us win this game, just like he has in all of our other runs, I'm going to get a jersey for Chris Jones. He, I will forever love that man, no matter what he does, because he's a good person, he's funny, he's always been great in interviews, and the only thing he's ever done anywhere close to negative has been contract negotiations. He's been incredibly one of the best players we've ever had, Next to Derek Thomas, he's probably my favorite defensive player we've ever had. Thanks for taking the call. Neil, I appreciate the phone call. I I think maybe the best way to describe it, and I, I don't want to speak for you guys. You're more than welcome to call in, 913-586-7610. I think this is the difference between somebody being your friend and somebody being your boy. Those are different. Those are different. You have somebody in your life that you will consider yourself real cool with. You maybe hung out with them. You worked together. You've gone out and had drinks with them. You guys are cool. You wouldn't ask that person to be in your wedding, though. That's not your boy. Patrick Mahomes is your boy. Travis Kelsey is your boy. Jamal Charles was your boy. Derek Johnson. I just don't think the Chiefs kingdom looks at Chris Jones as their boy. I think their their friends are cool. Hey, we like you. We appreciate you. You are a fun guy to hang out with. I am not asking you to be in my wedding, though. We are not that close. Hey, you can come over, watch the game. We can eat wings. I, hey, I, I appreciate you. You know that. I'm not asking you to be one of my groomsmen. And that's just, that's just how it feels. And as we are heading to the end, at least what I think is the end, I, I, I do not think he will be on the team next year. I think it's going to be a, hey, we are happy for you. Chris Jones is going to get a lot of money from some other team, in my opinion, that's not going to be the Kansas City Chiefs. Like He's going to get a whole lot of money. And I think whenever we see that deal, I think most people are going to say, oh, I get it. I understand. I understand why you signed this incredible contract with the Minnesota Vikings. I think that only turns out to be a negative, Rob, if he stays in the division. Where if he goes to sign up for the Raiders and now he is trying to beat you or if he signs up with Jim Harbaugh and the Chargers or the Broncos, I think that changes it. Maybe it's different because the Chiefs are good. So if he signed with the Ravens or if he signed with Cincinnati, maybe it would be that same. But I I think there is only backlash in his decision if he signs directly in the division. 
I think that's the only way. People felt a way about Frank Clark. I'm like, how? The Chiefs didn't want him anymore. Like, the Chiefs did not want Frank Clark at the beginning of the season and were happy to let him go. So then you could sign with anybody. I'm not mad at Frank Clark. Let's go back to the phone lines. 913-586-7610. Let's go to Wyatt. He called into the drive. Hey, Wyatt, how you doing today, my man? Hey, how are you doing? Doing good. Hey, so I, I, have, I didn't get to see the Derek uh, Thomas era. I'm a little young for that. But I think Jones is already the second best Chiefs defender behind him. I mean, he's already got two Super Bowls, and he's one of the reasons why we got there last year in that Bengals game. I mean, that sack on Burrow cemented him for me as the best Chiefs defender of my lifetime. Yeah, and that makes sense, Wyatt. I appreciate the phone call. I mean, I would say that he's the best defender of their lifetime, and I probably would say number two is peak Tyra Matthew, those two years that he was here. Mm, Barry? Barry was an all-pro. Barry was all-world in 2016. Barry was better one year than Tyra Matthew. That's, come on. I don't know. Justin Houston also has to be in this conversation. You like Eric Barry a little more than I like Eric Barry. Just as a player. Eric Berry was a better safety than Tyron Matthew. He just didn't have any rings on his finger. Oh, yeah. Eric Berry had one incredible season in Kansas City. He was also good as a rookie. He had several oh, he good years a, in he Kansas City. He, he was a very, very good player. Houston, Johnson, Berry, Jones, in some capacity, are the four. Yeah, you like Eric Berry like I like T. Higgins. Except for, <laughs> That's how it is. You like that one. The guy I like is going into the Chiefs ring of honor. The guy you like is just a number two wide out. Go, in the going into the Bengals ring of honor. That's how good he is. Not even, good. The guy you love isn't even better than Chad Ochocinco. Stop it. Yeah, Ocho, the borderline Hall of Famer. Don't, don't disrespect. <laughs> don't disrespect Ocho. Steve, how you doing, my man? I'm doing fine. How are you doing? Doing good, man. Appreciate you calling in. Hey, first of all, you guys are trying. It seems like you're trying to change the perception of Chris Jones because this guy's First of all, you got to look at it like this. We wouldn't be in the Super Bowl this year, not even talking about last year. We wouldn't be there this year without Chris Jones. The defense carried us this season, not not Patrick Mahomes, and I love Patrick Mahomes and Kelsey, but those guys struggled on offense. The defense is the ones that did it. And who is the, who is the chair for doing that? Who was the main man? Chris Jones. Chris Jones last year, when it came time to make a play in the playoffs, he did it so we could go to the Super Bowl and have that opportunity. I'm a love Chris Jones, and I'm an old guy. I'm 62 two years old. I've been a Chiefs fan since my, my parents bought me the Chiefs uniform when I was five years old for Christmas. So I've been a Chiefs fan for a long time. I knew Derek Wells, my fraternity brother, good friend. So I know all those guys. I love Derek. I love all those guys. But Chris Jones will be one of the guys that I will always love, too. This guy put his heart into it. He's been a good guy, never been in trouble, you know, been an exemplary citizen and just a good guy. Hey, Steve, really quickly, I want to get your take on this. They only have one franchise tag available. Steve, uh, Sneed or Jones, which one are you giving it to? I'm, take, I'm taking Sneed. I'm not being stupid about it, but Chris Jones has done as well. You're talking about legacy. That was the question. No, I, 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 was, just curious. I was just curious what you would do. Steve, Chris Jones. Chris Jones has been a real good guy. You know, you guys you know, try to put an asterisk by his name, and I don't know why. He saved us this season. He's made great plays in the playoffs to get us to the Super Bowl. He's been he's just been a great asset to the team, and I will always uh, uh, respect that. Well, I have one more question for you, Steve. Let's say it's five years from now. Are you still seeing people wear 95 jerseys around Arrowhead? Well, that's because of people like you that kind of have a bias against him because of negotiations. I will wear one. Uh, I can't speak for everybody else, but I would because I know football. I know what he's done, and I don't let – contract is a part of the business. And, you know, that could, anybody could be going through that. 
you know, and so so that's for any team. And other players have gone through it and come back and been just fine and, and, and still love. I don't hold that against him. Heck, yeah, I wear it. I don't care about other people. I know football. I've been there. I'm not getting my feelings involved. I just know what I see. I know he's carried us. We wouldn't be in the Super Bowl this year without him, period. Steve, good phone call, man. I appreciate the conversation. I will be very curious. We can ask you guys this, 913-586-76110. Five years from now, when you're walking around Arrowhead, are you still seeing people wear Chris Jones jerseys? Because to me, that's like the telltale sign. I understand the Royals are different because they won the World Series, but you still see Eric Hosmer jerseys around town. And Mike Moustakas, like, that is a sign of your impact, your legacy in a city, that people are still wearing your, like, they are foregoing all the new players that are on the team, and they are still wearing your jersey. Like, there is going to be new players that come in. There's going to be current players. Like, McDuffie moves up the list. Carl Loftus moves up the list. Nick Bolton, there's, you know, football. Are you still going to see Chris Jones jerseys five, six years from now? If he doesn't resign, no. If he resigns, yeah. If he resigns, he goes down as second to Derek Thomas. He he gets the love affair forever. The way fans talk about Derek Johnson right now is how fans talk about him, but he had a more successful career than Derek Johnson. But let him be a Seattle Seahawk on March 21st. And I don't think you see 95 jerseys in five years. So on the text line, 913-586-7610, Kelsey could have taken the bag and left and took less money to stay. That is why Kelsey will be forever loved and Jones will not. Someone else says, I still see Matt Castle jerseys around town. I'm not here to judge anybody. I'm really not. But if you can afford to go to a Chiefs game in 2024, you got to put the Matt Castle jersey away, man. You got to. I mean, I know how much it is to go to a Chiefs game. It ain't cheap. You know, two tickets, parking. You got to go to Rally House, man. The Chiefs should have, you know, like one of those programs, like when a player messes up, they need to have one of those programs that you can, if you got an old quarterback jersey, you got to be able to turn that old quarterback jersey in for a Mahomes jersey. Like if you still got a Steve Bono that you rock and it's a little bit faded and you still wear it, you should be able to turn that in for a Mahomes jersey. There ain't no reason to be wearing Matt Castle jerseys to the stadium in 2024, man. Shameful work. Shameful work if you're still wearing the if you're still wearing the Matt Castle jersey to the game. We can keep taking your phone calls on this. 913-586-7610. I think we are heading into Chris Jones' last game as a member of the Kansas City Chiefs. And I'm curious how people are going to remember his time in Kansas City. Pete Sweeney will join us coming up at the top of the hour. We'll get his thoughts on this as well. Keep it right here, Stu Drive. The Drive with Carrington Harrison. Brought to you by Deep Esquale Moore. Car, truck, or motorcycle wreck? Remember, Mike's got this on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Download the Odyssey app and listen to The Drive with Carrington wherever you are. You know what I've determined, Rob? And we'll get back to uh, we'll get back to talking about Chris Jones. I've just determined that all the people talking about Taylor Swift, and I'm I mean, I'm probably part of it too, they are more annoying than she actually is. She just doesn't really say anything she just kind of minds her business and just every time I'm on social media it's just just complaining about it. it's just it's it's just exhausting I don't I don't care this much I don't know why we just don't leave her alone it makes I'm no, on her it, side I'm on team Taylor it makes no sense to me she just a Chiefs fan who minds her business in the box and dates the Hall of Fame tight end like why why does it have to be some referendum on the sport or CBS is doing too much right she just she's a fan it's fine. It someone, is what it is. Someone on the text line asked, CDOT, are there any other players that you think are beloved from this era? No. I think it's just two. And that's fine. That's not saying that they haven't had other great players during this time. You guys love Mahomes and Kelsey differently than all the other players. And that's fine. Hold, hold on, though. I think Creed Humphrey could rise to that level. I, I mean, I know that sounds goofy. I feel like that was a two-year-ago thing. Yeah, but You're telling me... He'll, you know, he could be, let me, t- let me phrase it this way. Do Chiefs fans still have a low affair with Tim Grunhard? Because Creed Humphrey could be Tim Grunhard of this era. Yeah, but I feel, I mean, I've, I know that you and we are significantly younger. I feel like the Tim Grunhard thing became really beloved because of how active he's been in the community since then. Where I just don't know what Creed Humphrey's going to do. I see him three hop too many balls every single week. From, from He's on the beloved list. Maybe when he first got here. Today? Now? It's okay to love those two differently than the other ones. That's fine. They are on a complete, and I get it. They are Montana and Rice. That's who they are. They're Brady and Gronk. I'm not saying that New England doesn't love Julian Edelman. I'm sure they do. I'm sure they love Danny Amendola. You do not love Danny Amendola the same way that you love Tom Brady. Not the same way that you love Rob Gronkowski. You don't. And it's fine. It's okay. Patrick Mahomes is maybe the greatest quarterback that ever lived. And over the last 12 months, we have seen Travis Kelsey go from football star to pop culture icon. They're asking him if he's going to be at the Grammys on the Sunday before the Super Bowl. Of course, he's not going to be at the Grammys. Who thought he was going to be there? 
Who thought the whole team was going to be in Las Vegas getting ready for the Super Bowl? And Travis Kelsey is going to be in Los Angeles at a musical event. No, I never thought that. That's where we are. It's okay, though. That's fine. I think there's tears of everything. You have a best friend. That's fine. You might love all your other friends. You love one of your friends more than the other friends. You guys went to high school together. You guys played basketball together. You guys bonded over something. You are closer to this person than the other people in your life. And that's okay. And that's kind of where I think Chris Jones is. I don't think it's hatred by any means. Of course not. I think it's, he's going to be a ring of honor guy. He's going to have his day. His name's going to be up there. He will go in the Hall of Fame as a chief. You just don't feel the same way you feel about other guys that have sort of crossed this threshold. Uh, let's go back to the phone lines. 913-586-7610. Let's try to take these three calls before Pete comes back. Hey, Franklin. Yeah, well, if you guys would finally get me right when I'm about to go into automatic car wash. But listen, Carrington, the Chiefs fans who don't love Chris Jones are acting like scorned girlfriends whose boyfriends ain't even broke up with him yet. This man is not only an all-time defender for the Chiefs, He's an all-time defensive tackle. We would not be where we were, where we are now, if it wasn't for Chris Jones. This guy is a beast. He made one mistake since he's been here with the Chiefs. He got bad advice from those Italian guys who got the bad hair. Listen, that's okay. But we cannot act like this man did not change this franchise because we would not be where we are without Chris Jones. Franklin, I appreciate the phone call, man. Thanks a lot for calling. I want to try to get Mario and Derek before it's too late. I don't really think that Chris Jones got that bad of advice, honestly. Maybe that puts me in the minority. I don't think he got that bad of advice. Now, I would have never told him to go to the game as a spectator, and I eventually would have told him to show up. But him holding out was not bad advice. It was the right thing to do when you are as important to a team as he is. I think him holding out was actually the right thing to do. He just held out probably two weeks longer than I would have told him to hold out. And I do think the image of Chris Jones is forever changed by Travis Kelsey is standing there on the sideline with an injury and willing to do whatever it took to possibly play in the game. And Chris Jones is in the stands. Let's go back to the phone lines. I want to try to get these two phone calls before Pete comes back. Mario, you called into the show. Hey, Mario. Hey, Carrington, man. It's always good to talk to you, bro. I enjoy listening to you every day. Hey, I got one quick topic, then I want to address this. A few days ago, y'all was talking about Rob wasn't really a Chiefs fan. He's not. He's a hater. And said Rob should wear the dunce cap. You know, Rob is a Chiefs fan. Believe that. I know he is. But he has to be – uh, the opposite of you because you a Chiefs fan, but he has to be the guy to wear the black hat and ride the black horse. So, Rob, I ain't coming down hard on you because everybody's fandom doesn't look the same, but that doesn't mean you're not a fan. So I'm baptizing you into the Chiefs kingdom. Once Don't again, do that, Mario. Don't, Mario, I got to put you on hold. I know. We're not doing that. Mario, I'm going to know. Not Rob doesn't get to say all the things that he has said about the Chiefs over the last – Two months, and now all is forgiven because they – no, I'm not allowing that to happen, Rob. I don't care it's your birthday. No, you don't get to do that. You have thrown so – Rob, when was the last time that you believed in the Chiefs? I know you're picking them going into this. I know that you are. 
when was the last time that you think on record you believed in the Chiefs? Because you didn't believe in them at any point this postseason. You had a whole month. Hold on. I, believe, I believed Miami was going to lose. Okay. You picked them in the wild card round at yeah. home against a warm weather team in the Arctic temperatures. Okay. Pure belief. When, when, was the la- when was the last time that you believed in them? Before that? Yes. When did uh when when did they beat the Vikings? When did they beat the Vikings? That was in October. And they're like, well, they were five and one at that point. I was all in. I was a believer. You're telling me you didn't believe all of November. You didn't believe any of December. I mean, you're talking about the t- well, I mean, December they lost the Raiders. I was definitely out. November they lost the Eagles. I was hundred percent out. October was around the time. No, they you don't started get to do walk. this. No. October they lost in Denver. I was out then too. So yeah. I would say before the Miami game, the last time I was all in is when they were headed to Minnesota. Rob, they lost to Denver. They lost to uh, to Denver on October 29th. No, you don't get to be out all November, all December, all of January, and then Mario can bring you back. No, that's not how this works. You only get one life. That's not a video game where you can just start over. No, I don't want you. The Chiefs fans don't want you. The drive listeners don't want you. No one wants you. I've been respawned. Pick San Francisco. I've been respawned like Halo right back into Chiefs kingdom, baby. Here we go. Derek, we got – oh, hold on. Derek, we got like 90 seconds, man. Go ahead. All right. Hey, see that? I agree with what you said about Chris Jones and the holdout. I totally agree with everything that you said. He will be beloved because there will come a time when we're no longer winning Super Bowls and he will remind us of something that makes us feel good. About him uh, holding out, I agree with you, and he shouldn't be demonized for it because the central point is this. He's an American athlete. Their contracts, by and large, are driven by what they've done not and with the hope of what they're going to do based off of what they've done. They should have paid him instead of demonizing him. The biggest trick that the NFL has ever played on the public is how their salaries work and that they don't have any flexibility. They know what's coming. They know what to do. Thanks, Cedar. I appreciate it. No problem, Derek, man. I appreciate the phone call, man. A lot of people are saying if we're kicking people out of Chiefs Kingdom, Charger Dot, how are you still in it? One time, two years ago, I picked the Chargers, and it, it, it still haunts me. Still haunts me. I picked them two times in nine years. And this is what we're doing. This isn't right. This isn't right. No. You guys have been here every day. You've heard Rob. Rob wasn't even giving him a chance. Every day. I felt like one of Santa elves. I was in the workshop. I was just cooking up stats, trying to find a stat for Rob to believe. You heard him. He shot it down every time. They'll never catch the ball. They'll never stop turning it over. I sat here every day trying my best. No, you cannot let Rob back. No. Someone said, CDOT, you have a billboard with your name on it. You're a loser just like Rob. You know what? Nobody's getting pizzas anymore the rest of the month. We're canceling all our pizza promotions. No pizza Tasios, no other place, no tickets, no skates, no rights. You get nothing. Pete Sweeney up next. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.